Welcome to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. What is numerology? Can there really be a direct relationship between numbers and life events? Does chaos theory have anything to say about it? Hello there, and welcome to the 271st broadcast of Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. And those loaded questions you just heard came from my co-host and partner in the paranormal, my dad. Well, loaded questions or not, uh, before we welcome our guest, I wanted to say one thing and then do our contest. Certainly, uh, we are here in New England, and we've pretty much been pancaked by Hurricane Irene. Uh, we, at least in Rhode Island here, had... Uh, some wind and rain wasn't as bad as our neighbors to the west, but uh, our electrical electrical grid was pretty much flattened, and um, it's really a mess. So we're, we're on the air here with a wing and a prayer, and we hope we wanted to thank everyone for uh, all the good wishes that we received by um, well while the email lasted, and, and uh, thank you very much for your concern. We are okay. Uh, there have not been any uh, serious injuries in Rhode Island, as far as I know. But again, our thoughts and prayers are. Uh, appropriate for those uh, of us on the East Coast, especially those in states where there is serious flooding and uh, have been fatalities. So anyway, let's move on to our weekly contest. All right, so last week's question was, at what British theme park did the owners have to move the storm surge? Huh, after a storm, get storm surges. Anyway, uh, ride <laughs> earlier funny. this year after workers were frightened by appearances of a headless monk. Well, the answer was England's Thorpe Park. Uh, not far from London. It's a big deal over there. The park owners called in the usual self-proclaimed paranormal experts who declared that orbs came out in the photos and that the Ouija board uh, revealed the presence of ghosts. Revealed more than that. These geniuses concluded that a burial ground or ancient settlement had been disturbed, and in any case, the owners moved the ride somewhere else. So anyhow, uh, Barbara Hanley from London got the answer. We know a Barbara Hanley right here. She was my piano teacher. Yeah. Well, anyway, not the one in London, I guess, unless she's on a long vacation. Uh, She got the answer, and uh, 12.40 a.m. doesn't usually reach all the way to London. (laughs) Although we we did hear from Lapland one time. They picked up up the single. But Barbara said that she heard last week's uh, Internet podcast and that she is acquainted with one of the workers who saw the headless muck. I'd like to hear more about that. There you go. So this week's question is uh, well to our listening area, and if you feel like answering it anywhere else in the country, on what road in the Blackstone Valley of Rhode Island has a faceless ghost that has appeared there and has been reported to be there? Okay, if you can handle this, call us locally at 401-766-1240 or from anywhere in the U.S. at 800-449-1240. So if you don't get an answer before during the show and you still think you have a shot, drop a line to me at ben at behindtheparanormal.com. And once email starts working again, and uh, we're gonna. The, the winner gets a copy of Love by the Numbers: How to Find Great Love or Reignite the Love You Have Through You Have Through the Power of Numerology by tonight's guest. Not our usual kind of a subject, but we've never done a show on meteorology before. Meteorology, numerology. We got meteorology in our minds here in New England right now. Anyway, Glennis McCants has been studying numerology for 21 years. She uses the Pythagoras number system, which is over 2,500 years old, and Pythagoras being probably the greatest of ancient Greek mathematicians. Uh, After evaluating more than 15,000 numerology charts, Glennis wrote the best-selling book, Glennis Has Your Number. And that's cute. And her latest book, Love by the Numbers. She also was the creator of the numerology kit, the individual reading chart, and the Are We Soulmates program. 
You have seen or heard her on the Tyra Banks Show, the Today Show, The View, and many others, and in a number of magazines such as L.A. Confidential, Time, and People. In 2008, while on The View, Glynis predicted the Obama-Biden electoral victory, and among other distinctions, the producers of the, number, the movie Number 23 hired her as the numerology expert for the Jim Carrey film. Glynis was also the numerology expert on the couple's on the couples of the show Dancing with the Stars and successfully predicted the winners of this show on seasons four and five. Glynis also is a colleague of ours on CBS Radio, where she has a Friday evening show from 7 to 8 Eastern. Glynis' website, www.numberslady.com. One word, numberslady.com. And if you'd like to speak with us or Glynis this evening, and if your phone works... uh, Call 401-766-1240 in the local area or 800-449-1240 nationally. So, Glennis McCants, welcome to Behind the Paranormal. Hi, Paul and Ben. How are you two doing? Well, we, we could be worse. We kind of dodged the bullet on the storm, and we're really grateful that uh, we're all in one piece here. So. And yeah, somehow we have power, but the rest of Wasocket does not. Anyway, um, my dad and I have a com- – this is first first question here. First question. Just throwing that out there. All right, uh, my dad and I have a combined 47 years working in the paranormal, but we haven't had much to do with numerology. So could you explain to us what it is exactly? Well, your dad's correct in saying it is a science of numbers, and the Pythagoras, which is so famous for the Pythagorean theorem and being this man who studied not just numbers but vibration, he also had to do with harmonics. And what's interesting is that all of us, when we're born, we come through with a certain sound. And when you break down the numbers, that's why you can meet someone and say, I really like this person. Or you meet someone else and say, that person just drained my blood. Like they just were so much work to talk to, Mm. and now I actually feel tired. Well, what I did was uh, compile the information and research and write books about the subject to help people attract healthier relationships. There are toxic numbers out there, and there are compatible. You obviously want to know who's who, so you're prepared when you meet that person. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to say something about you two, though. So let's talk about you. I uh, did, all right. did get the three numbers on both of you with your name and also the three numbers of your birthday. It is no accident you can work together because technically your life path number is a natural match. The day you're born is compatible, and your attitude's a natural match. And here's what it means. In Ben's case, Ben, you're an old soul because you're a nine. That's like saying when you were a little, little kid, you knew things way beyond your years. You have no idea. (laughs) But that's the beauty of numbers is I actually do. Like I look at him and go, oh, wow, I'm on to Ben. So even though, Paul, you know, you're the dad, and by the way, you have the father number, the six takes pride in being a good parent. Uh, Is he the only child? Is there more than Ben? Uh, no, the, well, you know, th- that's a very good I don't know what's going on. question because <laughs> we have, of course, Ben has an older brother, uh-huh. but we have a, um, a, our attitude toward the paranormal. I don't know if you know much about us, but we're really strange. I like to think in a good way. Right. We had a miscarriage very early in our marriage. We've been married for 30 years, my wife and I. I don't uh-huh. know how she puts up with me, but she does. And uh, we had the miscarriage, but we, we people say, you know, you have three children, don't you? And of course, we don't. We, have, we just have the, the two. But, but that unborn child is is a presence absolutely. in our lives that is absolutely amazing yeah you well, know that makes so. sense but in your case paul because you do have so many sixes you are a nurturer like i mean ben can always feel the support of you as the dad in ben's case ben sometimes people will think you're being condescending or patronizing 
but you're not. You're just a nine life path, which happens to be the old soul. It's like on a subconscious level, they will think you think you're better than they are. And that's not where you come from. You don't compete with anyone, Ben. You have high standards for yourself. You strive to be your best self. I am kind of condescending, actually. Well, you sound it. That's what they'll think. And then you have a seven in your soul, which means sevens ask the big question, who am I? What am I? Why am I here? And that's your soul, Ben. So it makes sense that you would be a part of this with your dad. And, Paul, in your case, you both have the three, which is sense of humor. So I'm sure you're both goof, goofballs. Oh, you know, we're completely you find, nuts. Yeah, how, you have to. How do you figure think, this stuff out? Where is there a nine in my name? Yeah, that's birthday. what I was going to ask him. How do you take a birth date and then, then, then arrive when at these When you take your full date of birth, if you go to numberslady.com and say, what's my life path number, you can look that up. But when you take Ben's full date of birth and reduce it to one digit, it becomes a nine life path. The day, Ben, what day were you born? Uh, April 20th. Yeah, so two plus zero is two. So that's the day you're born when I talk about the number two. And then your name, we're looking at the Pythagoras number system, like the alphabet, A is 1, B is 2, C is 3. It's certainly a little more complicated when we do radio. I'm all about cutting to the chase. If you wanted to learn how to do your chart, that's what the book Love by the Numbers is all about. But his, he has the same birthday as Hitler. Yeah. Is that surprising, Paul? Well, no, because and my wife, uh, we, she, the poor the poor woman's in labor, and she said, oh, you and your history. You had to bring that up. I can't tell if that's an insult or not. No, here's what's nice about oh, it. no, it's not. Here's what I would tell you about Hitler. As bad as we know the guy was, people did admire him. He yeah. had a huge following. Mm -hmm. So this is what, that's like saying, Ben, you've come through the, with the gift of strength in your numbers, and then you just have to choose to go to a positive place with it. It also means you can be extreme. Like, you can be really happy, and sometimes you're not happy at all. And whatever that emotion, it's obvious. Like, you can see it in your face, Ben. You're not going to fake it for people. Um, no, that's true. He's really genuine. And, he, and uh, well, one thing I admire about my son, he has no ego, which is very important with what we do. Well, we remember do. what I said, though. Ego means edging God out. Yeah, I like that. So That's God very has true. to be a part of it. And in Ben's soul, it's the number seven. The more he taps into the spiritual base of life, the happier he's going to be because it's fulfilling to his soul. Mm. The other thing you two share, when you take the month and day and reduce it to one digit, you both have a six. Six means magnetic. People are drawn to it. And it's also creativity. So this, the creative juice is there. Do you guys write books together, too, or what's going on? Well, we, we're, we're about to. I've written um, seven books myself, and Ben Yeah, is... but it's time for Ben to jump in. Oh, yeah, it is, sure. absolutely. No, we, we've been, uh, we're planning, uh, planning to do that. that well, that thing. should do real well, because when you... You know, I was blessed, in my case, with my mother, Gwen McCances, who, whose numbers are very similar to mine. When I write my books, she's a wonderful writer, so she does the editing. And I can hear both voices in the book, and it just makes for good conversation. You and your son have that same gift. When you guys get in the zone, it's just a great, uh, you throw the ball. You know, some people throw, you throw the ball. In your case, I feel like it's almost ping pong. It's really fast sometimes. You guys just go. And <laughs> other times, you don't have to say a word. You could lift an eyebrow and know what each other's thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty well. I suppose that yeah. makes sense because he mumbles at me and points at something. I know exactly what he's saying. I'm yeah, the sure Eno that. men tend to mumble, and we have a sort of uh, Enoese uh, language that frustrates my wife. And my brother was an uncle. <laughs> well, what is, I have to know, what's her full date of birth? I'm very curious about her versus you. Okay, uh, she might be listening to this on the way back from a <laughs> Okay. All right, uh, well, my name is Jackie, and uh, it's uh, uh, 
I better remember this, February 21st, 1953. She's, okay, so she's also three weeks older than me. Born on a three-day five. So she's a five. Uh, you know, she's got to stay real busy, Jackie. Mm. It's like got to go, got to do, very high energy. And even if she wants life to go smoothly, there's always a drama. You know, it's never <laughs> a dull moment for Jackie. That's true. Uh, I talked to our cat as the animal communicator and said she did, and he'll tell you what a busy household. Well, what's funny is the number five is compared to the cat. Because if you come on to a cat, the cat's out the door. If you ignore the cat, the cat comes back. That's your wife. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that's, that's a pretty true. That's the same. Yeah. 30 years of marriage. That makes sense. Which yeah, but we, you we know what makes a- it work? You know what makes that work, Paul? Is that you guys have space in your togetherness. Meaning you're not always together. Yeah. You you go off and do your own thing, and then when you come back, you report and talk about what happened. That's and exactly that, what that we do. Yeah. Makes it, that makes it a better marriage. Like your life paths are actually considered a challenge, which is common. But I always say if, there, if the two of us agree on everything, then one of us is not necessary. <laughs> right? I think, yeah, that, that that's quite true. And yeah, so Jackie true. and you, there are times you do not agree, but you both can learn from that. And humor is still what you all share. She was born on a three-day, so she's another one who wants to laugh and have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's really great. Uh, uh, and we were going to get to that later after some questions, but I'm glad you got to it right up front. And uh, sure. uh, show us how you do what you do. Now, on this show, as, as you know, we go deep. We ask questions you may never have heard before, although you, you with your experience, may have. But a lot of our guests are kind of surprised. Now, what exactly is happening when you do readings with numbers? What are you communicating with, or are you just mechanically reading the numbers? Well, first of all, I'm, all of us, and I'm sure you both know this, we're all psychically in tune. Yep. Some of us are more gifted than others. The tool of numerology, when I look at numbers, you can run, but you can't hide. Mm-hmm. I can see the whole picture. So that's my gift. The number is the tool, like the first thing I look at. But I'm, when I'm reading someone, I can see their whole story. It all comes to me. Uh-huh. Right, let I me look- just uh, do, uh, interrupt you here and just make an aside for the, for the sake of the listeners here. Uh, what you say, what our guest is saying about Pythagoras is true, uh, ha- you know, having been steeped in Pythagoras in philosophical studies and in the seminary, Pythagoras really was a mystic. The early mathematicians were mystics. That's right. And they saw magical properties in numbers, and of course mm-hmm. prediction was yeah. one of the main reasons for studying mathematics. And uh, so it's, it's not that, so Galenus isn't making this stuff up here. It's, it's particularly no. Pythagoras was a, a, real, a real mystical guy, and a lot of mathematicians look back on him today and say, well, he was just a little flaky, but his math was great. You know, because so, yeah, that's how they, they pass yeah, through ridiculous. it. Yeah, yeah he exactly. was phenomenal. So and please those go ahead. people who study his work, do you know all the top leaders of the day, like the, the, the smartest ones um, that we dealt, like Aristotle, you know, they talk about all of them pay tribute to him saying that Pythagoras really helped them when it came to, like I said, if you do not know geometry, do not enter. Do not enter my home. Because that <laughs> mathematics, there's something very spiritual connected to it. And you know when it comes to artwork, have you ever heard of the name, I think his name is Jasper Jacobs. Is that yes. familiar? Yes. Well, he's an artist who paints numbers, like literally, because the belief is behind the numbers, you are literally experiencing, um, excuse me, behind a painting, you can experience the numbers. It's there. And when he did that, people became obsessed with his painting. 
Like they just had about, now he sells them for like a million dollars each. And that makes me crack up because I'm like, people do know. We may not know how it works, just like what you guys do. You study all of it. You want the answers. Back to my point about Ben, who am I? What am I? Why are we here? Yeah. Same idea. That's but right. Numbers are in everything, and that's why I love it. Like every day, even the time of day is significant. Like eleven eleven. Have you guys studied that at all? Oh, we were going to ask you about that. Yeah, we talked. Yeah. So, we but first, I want to give our numbers again. Now, admittedly, you get half a million people in the province, Boston area, without power and probably can't use their phones. But if you do have access to a phone, or if you do have your cell phone working, or if you're in the car, certainly feel free to give us a call. It's seven six six one two four zero in the four hundred one area code or nationally 800-449-1240 so i'm sorry go ahead what i was saying is 1111 the belief is that when you see 1111 the universe is wide open to what it is you want like it's and so what i've always done if you see 1111 a.m or 1111 p.m you should focus that whole minute on what it is you're trying to achieve if you were writing a book you might say that i finished my book or if you were single, you'd say to attract healthy love. But you're supposed to spend that full minute asking for what you want because the universe is open to it. All right. And it works. Like I've had, you know, I've done this a long time. So I've done over like fifteen to 20,000 reads. And I've had people send emails telling me how they used 1111. Like one guy had proposed to a woman he'd been for, with for two years. She wasn't ready for the commitment. And she broke up with him because she felt pressure. So what he did, he let her go, but every day at 11, 11 in the morning and at night, he just said that her name was Michelle. He says that Michelle realizes we're meant to be together and that I love her. Six weeks pass. Suddenly she picks up the phone. She says, I can't stop thinking about you. I do love you, and I'm ready for that commitment. Okay. So that's why I enjoy it. I like to give people tools for a little bit of magic in their life. All right, but let's get back to that other question here that Ben was supposed to ask. Is all right. Um, no, we already asked. Uh, so, what, what exactly is happening when you do reading? Yeah, well, with, how does this? Work? I mean, what I'm getting at is numbers come to life for me. That's the answer. To the so question. you're not communicating with like anything. You're not like those psychic people. They're like, I talk to the dead. Or not at whatever. all. As a matter of fact, you know what I say? Why talk to the dead when the living needs so much help? Well, that's, that's well put. Wow. Right. I have no time for the dead. They get to lay down and they don't pay taxes. So you're kind of, right. you're you kind know, of like Russell Crowe. You're kind of like Russell Crowe in uh, A Beautiful Mind. That's one that's movie right. I did see. Now, that part's very true because when I watch that movie, I'm like, wow, that's kind of how my brain works. I see. It never shuts down on numbers. There's something else I wanted to tell Ben that's fun about him. Ben, you actually have the numbers one, two, three in your chart, and that means you should look. Like when you wake up before you got out of bed, you could literally say, "My life is as easy as one, two, three, because it's in your chart. One means ambition, being self-motivated, wanting to achieve and make a difference. The number two is your ability to love and feel deeply, and then three reminds you to laugh and have fun, to not take it all so seriously. So I've only said like a few things to you. How do you know all this? That's one, two, three. It's in your it's in your chart, and I, you know, in the book Love by the Numbers, that's actually written about. Like at the back, I talk. I say I think I have a chapter. It's something like what I learned that Pythagoras didn't teach me, 
And that's through my own conclusions of doing so many reads. And the one, two, three is one of the things I learned. Now, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> we didn't have a chance to uh, read it because it only arrived at the studio today. Ah. So, uh, well, now but, you're going to. And you know what? I'll send you extra copies. I know you want to do a giveaway, but I want you guys to learn a little more about you and the numbers. It's a lot of fun. Well, that's very cool. It certainly sounds like Okay, well, uh, let me try again to uh, uh, just ask, ask this, this kind of question here. Now, in my experience, at least... Here's where it gets tricky. And now, numerology has always been f- thought of as a form of divination. You know, asking. I know that's not the way you describe it, but it's been considered in history a form of divination. And divination is a word that means literally you go to the gods and you ask them, you know, whether you're reading entrails or tarot or mm-hmm. mediums or Ouija boards or anything else, or any other form of divination. How do you know that what you're picking up is actually true, even uh, with numerology? Because. I, in my case, I'm actually very blessed with uh, my memory is lethal. Okay, when I've done reads through the years and I was trying conclusions, I would see the pattern in like a seven life path again and again, or an eight life path, or a nine life path. When you, my husband has a master's in statistical analysis. He sat next to me once at a party where I did like 30 reads in a row. And he said, Glennis, what you do is an anomaly. He says, because you consistently nail it. He goes, and what that tells me is, although I don't understand numerology, he said to me, uh, the accuracy tells me it's something I want to apply to my life. You certainly have nailed us. Well, that's, but guys, this is what I love about your numbers. I mean, I wish I was in studio with you. You'd be all my buddies. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, no. Was, yeah, we, uh, we love, we just have a great, uh, per, I don't know. Well, you know what it is, you guys? Even though life can throw stuff at us, you tend to go to an optimistic place. Like, you always feel like knowledge is power, so the more you know, the the more you can weather the storm. Literally. Well, that comes from what we... In your case, literally, right? Yeah, well, that's it. Well, that comes from what we call multiverse awareness. It's something that you don't hear much about. I write about it. And it's being aware of all your lives and all these parallel worlds. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, there's so much good out there. No matter how alone you are, you're never alone. And that's that's, that's, I just... You know, uh, sometimes people my age, you get, I'm 58, you get jaded. And, uh, you know, I'm always looking forward to things. That's why I try to get my sons to do the same thing. One of the books I plan on writing is The God Numerology Connection. Because the truth is, it is connected to God. And if you look at the Bible, when you read about the numbers, like anything that happens, numbers come up again and again. The basic definition of that story about that particular number is exactly numerology. So I, I've been blessed to have met a priest because I was raised Catholic, and he's going to help me with this book. And I want to pull those two things together because I get tired of the word, the occult. Yeah. You know, uh, numerology is not to replace God. Numerology is a tool that we were given, and how lucky to have it. That's how I see it. No, I understand that. It's certainly very, very important, the connection yeah. between every, every aspect of the paranormal in, yeah. in the general sense and spirituality. Yeah. Uh, you want to throw that one out of there, Ben? Maybe, but one sec. Could you do a reading for my girlfriend just because yes, I was... what's her date of birth? Um, let me think. August 13th. August 13th? Yeah, August 13th. Or do you need what, the year? What year? Yeah. Uh, 1991. Okay, so hold on. Eight, four, three, four, I want to forget five. that date. Yeah. What's her first name? Uh, Marion. Well, you know, Marion has two personalities. <laughs> she's not just one person. She's, you know, she's born on a four day, which is that serious part of her that, you know, A plus B must equal C. That's the part of her. There's a, a voice inside that says, no matter how good, not good enough. Or if I can't do it perfectly, I don't want to do it. 
But behind it, she's a life path five, which is the spontaneous, fun person who wants to go out and have a good time. And then her attitude number is three, which is communication. She will speak her mind. Yep, she's not going to withhold it. It's entirely true. <laughs> yeah. So that that's important. When you see, like in your case, Ben, and this is true for Paul, the fact that you're born, you're born on a three-day, Paul, and your sixth life path, it means what you see is what you get. Ben, you're born on a two-day, nine life path, what you see is what you get. With Marion, she sometimes looks one way and it turns out something else is going on. And that, and maybe that is what intrigues you. You know, you wouldn't want a girl that just acts one way. You definitely have, she keeps you stimulated, to say the least. Mm. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're going to take a commercial break and hope that uh, wonder if Marion's listening up in Worcester because uh, they didn't have any power on campus. They got it back at 3 a.m. Uh-oh, well, you're in trouble now. Anyway, okay, we're going to take a bit of a break here. We'll be right back on Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno and Mar- our wonderful guest, uh, Glynis McCants, uh, talking about numerology on WON 1240 a.m. and com in New England's beautiful Blackstone River Valley. Stay with us. Everything you know is wrong. Hi, I'm Ben Eno. And I'm Paul Eno. Check out our show, Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno, here on ON 1240 AM on Mondays in our new drive time slot at 6 PM. The paranormal is not what you think it is. You're going to examine the whole thing from well, a whole new perspective on our show, and we expect that you're going to be very surprised. Do not check your brain at the door. You're going to need it. Be there. Yeah, we just wanted to mention a bit about Amazon Kindle today. Uh, E-readers are becoming popular, and that's because uh, printing is very expensive, so therefore books are in the standard form are very expensive. And so it was a trip to the bookstore, which can cost you $4 or almost, and there's a lot of money to be saved in having a, a device like Kindle, which can literally download over 900,000 newspapers, books, and magazines. So you want to check it out at Staples. Of course, Staples selling these uh, in various forms. You can get them in color. You can get them in black and white. They are as low as $114. And Amazon.com online. Check it out as well. Amazon Kindle. You can get four of my books uh, on uh, Amazon Kindle. Uh, Certainly Faces at the Window, Footsteps in the Attic, Turning Home, God, Ghosts, and Human Destiny, and Under My Historian's Hat, Rhode Island, A Genial History. And uh, let me uh, tap into our guest here, too, because uh, we (laughs) usually the guest... uh, can join the commercial because, Glennis, uh, they also have books on Amazon Kindle. Are you, your books on Kindle? Uh, okay, she's there, but she's, all right. Hello? Oh, hi, yeah, we're trying to get you involved in the commercial here for Amazon Kindle. Are your, book, are your oh, books on? Oh, I was going to say, that was the fastest commercial I've ever heard. <laughs> have you, are your books on Kindle? Uh, yes, they are. Okay, um, so Glenn, there you Glenn go, Glenn folks. your number is on Kindle, not Love by the Numbers, it's too new. Okay. Yeah, but Glennis has you know, but the original book is definitely on Kindle. Excellent. So that's one way to get it and to oh, check yeah. it out. And and, and, um, we always tell people on the commercial here that you can get it for a lot less than the retail price and uh, no true. no gas money, too. So, okay, very good. So check it out, folks. Amazon Kindle, uh, Amazon.com, and Staples, and uh, wherever else they're sold. Check them out. They make great gifts at any time of the year. Okay, we are back. Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno on CBS. Uh, no, the, I, I keep, that's last night. <laughs> Although we got preempted by the storm on CBS last night. And uh, we are uh, we have our wonderful guest, Glynis McCants. We're talking about numerology here on WON 1240 AM. Our numbers, again, if you'd like to call in, if you do have phone service in the midst of this uh, electrical crisis in the wake of Hurricane Irene, uh, the number is locally 401-766-1240 and nationally 800-449-1240. 
So, Glennis, uh, yeah. I guess Ben is going to start us off with another question here. Okay, the actual question I was going to get to before I was like, I need to know. Um, you seem to deal with uh, people very often, especially their love lives. Um, can you give us some, a typical example of how you do that? Yeah, somebody's romance. Well, besides us. Well, here's <laughs> what happened. Like, for me personally, why did I even write a book about love by the numbers? I was giving advice on couples when I would counsel, and I thought, well, what about making me my own science project? So I did a dating site where I said, numerology is looking for a man who's really got my number. And men responded, and, you know, lo and behold, I found my husband, Charlie Youngblood. This is nine years ago when we first connected, and I have never loved anyone more in my life. I've never had such a best friend. He is my everything. And I thought, why would I not want that for everyone else? So since I had not met him in person, I did it literally on paper. Like he sent the birthday, sent the name, I ran the charts, and I knew he was the one worth looking at. And sure enough, it came to pass. So that's how it works. The numbers tell you the story. Like in my book, I do chart comparisons. You can put your six numbers out there and then do a chart comparison with somebody else and see where are we compatible, where are we toxic, and is it worth your time? And now how would you know that? If you have one or two challenges with someone, you can agree to disagree. If you have three challenges, it means you're always working hard on the relationship. But if you have four challenge numbers out of six, it's too much. It's that kind of relationship where you barely get out of the house or when you're working, you're always distracted because the relationship is such a mess. So that's why I wrote the book. Okay. Here is something that concerns me, always, always has, and it's the, it gets into the notion of free will. All right. Some people might say, whether it's astrology or any other form of divination, you know, are are we prisoners of our numbers, or can we change and become different? Our numbers are a gift because they give you a sense of where you want to go. I'll give you an example. If you're a three life path, three is communication. Well, I've met people who have like a four in their soul number, and the four is like that very logical part. So they wind up being an accountant, let's say. And I'll say to them, well, wow, you're an accountant. Well, that's to get a paycheck. But what do you love to do creatively? And this one guy I'm thinking of, he's like, I play guitar and I like to sing, but I just do it in my apartment. I said, that is ridiculous. With a three, I know you're talented. So next thing you know, he went to a coffee shop that was local, asked if he could start playing there, and it turned into a big career. This guy now writes music and has uh, CDs out there and a fan base. Okay, well, that's that makes why the point. it matters. So it's not... You're not under control. You've got messages, and then you decide, well, how can I make it happen? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Yeah, it's really really a gift. I, I can't emphasize that enough. Like, looking at the two of you, like well, the first thing I said, no wonder you two work together, and no wonder, although Ben is younger, he really isn't. He's just, he's an old man <laughs> trapped in a boy's body. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I, And you know it, Paul, and you knew it early on with him. Oh, I sure did. From the, the minute he was born, I knew it. Especially yeah, when he started to talk. Anyway, that's another story. We've talked about that before. But um, to just uh, to go back to the romance uh, uh, process here, yeah. uh, bringing people together is is always a good thing. But yeah. as I often say, we live in a society where many people never get any older than twelve, emotionally yeah. speaking. Yeah. And do you ever feel that you would be irresponsible to bring certain people together in certain cases, even if their numbers are right? No, not okay. at all. all right. Not at all. Because that is where free will comes in, right? Because there's a positive and negative side to every number. Yeah. Here's what I tell people. Even if your chart looks perfect with somebody, let's say that person's an alcoholic or someone who takes drugs. Well, then all bets are off. 
no matter what those vibrations ah, are, they're not, yep. they're not real. It's yeah. like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Mm-hmm. So I don't condone it. I'm like, don't tell me he's perfect if he's a guy who drinks and hits you. And then they say, but the chart says we're good. I said, no, no, no. The numbers were good, and he chose to alter them by being someone who abuses substances. So good judgment comes in here. Big time. Okay, yeah. good. That, that's that's reassuring. Okay, Ben's got another question. Okay, um, you're often called the numerologist to the stars. What mm-hmm. stars have you worked with? Well, as you can imagine, Ben, a lot of them don't like me to tell that answer to that question. Yeah. I, I when I especially, I mean, I'm thinking of a guy in particular. He has sold like 20 million uh, CDs, and he's wonderful. He's, he's in the country music, but oh my goodness, he is so secretive that even when I read him. He won't give me the name of the woman he wants to know about. He only gives me the numbers, <laughs> which I think is funny. I'm like, wow. I mean, you talk to the numbers lady, and you don't trust that I won't say the name. But the people I can tell you I've done because they were on air, Lisa Gibbons, you know, the talk show host Lisa, is a huge client of mine because we met on television, and I helped her name her baby by the numbers, and they are incredibly compatible. Donnie and Marie Osmond love my work, especially Marie. I did a lot of reads for her. Dr. Phil's wife, Robin McGraw, loves to book me for readings because they're accurate. Uh, so I deal with celebrities all the time. I get calls. Uh, people recommend me to each other. I help people pick the right day to sign a contract because some days are uh, naturally matched to you and some are toxic. I help people schedule surgery to make sure it goes smoothly versus a day that has a challenge in it. So that's why I'm reached out to in that way. And I have been for years now. Okay. Uh, there's sense. another question here, which I, I think you've pretty much answered it already. But uh, let me rephrase Ben, if you don't mind me taking it, uh, no, I'll, I'll it. just uh, rephrase it a bit. Do you find, well, the, the, the claim that you can know someone very intimately through numbers yeah. might be threatening to some people. Absolutely. Uh, how and, do you deal and, with that? Well, it's okay. Like early on, it wasn't, cause there, and I won't even say which numbers they are, but I know for a fact there are certain numbers that are more defensive than others. So I used to speak more freely, and then they'd get defensive. So I realized that communication and telling the truth is still an art form, right? You still have to pick your words carefully. Well, then I, I mastered that. Like it became, I could do radio and help people, and, and they totally understood I had their back, that it was not to criticize them. Uh, one number I will say, the number eight in numerology, they often feel like they're a victim. Like when things go wrong, it's hard for them to be accountable. They feel like it's happening to them. So when I wrote my first book, Limit Says Your Number, I actually did a chapter called Eight, the Most Misunderstood Number in Numerology. So I addressed them personally, and they were so grateful because they feel, they always feel they're misunderstood. Mm-hmm. So you, what's nice about numbers, let's say you both knew numerology and you were going to interview a guest. If that person was a challenge, you guys would just make a note and know how to communicate and still get a good interview. Yeah, yeah. That's what matters. And in business, I always say, if you're doing business and you can pick your business partner, well, then you've got to make sure you're compatible. Because when you hear those bad stories like, oh, we were doing business and all of a sudden my partner, business partner, stole the money and left town, you can bet that was a toxic number. But they didn't know it. Mm. And also marriage. I believe that if you're single and you're just looking for love, you want to pick numbers that are compatible to you to ensure a healthy relationship down the road. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Now, uh, the next question was going to be about uh, your publicist mentioning that you wanted uh, our birthdays, and you've, we've already covered that, so we're going yeah. to turn it around. What are your numbers? Well, my I'm double three triple D, 
That's my joke about okay. my breast size, gentlemen. I say you need your 3D glasses to look at me. All right, how, how so? It's a joke about boobs. Come on, guys. Oh, no. Drink your coffee. <laughs> no, I understand. Wake up. I know Hurricane Irene almost hit you. Hey, I spent 10 years in the seminary. Give me a break. <laughs> but uh, So you obviously no, are outgoing, I, I extroverted. Am- yeah, I'm born on a three-day. Now, just so you know, three is the natural comedian. My background was stand-up. I did stand-up 20 years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, and when I looked at your threes, I knew that three is communication. But you guys, it should be through writing. It should be motivating people. Like, you know, we're, we are called to motivate and uplift others. Oh, I yes. have, because I have double three, it means what you see is what you get. I don't have hidden agenda. I tend to be upfront. And I would say that's true for you guys. I don't think you enjoy withholding the information that you believe to be true. Not at all. Not at all. Well, yeah, we seem to be how, a good team here. Yeah, but you partnered up for that. It's like, you know what? We both are on the same page. Yeah, we're both going to learn new information. Sometimes we may not see it the same way, but we both know we're seeking a higher truth. That's what you guys do. And being a double three, when I talk to people, they know I'm legit. This isn't a game for me. So, of course, like this weekend, we had a huge conference at the Pasadena Hilton, and everyone was so excited at the end because they, they felt like they got the tools they needed to get on with their career or their relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, all right. Well, Ben's got uh, next question. Okay, so you're well known for predicting world events. So yeah. how exactly do you do that with numbers? Well, um, let me give you an example. This month of August, if you break down just the number, it's an eight, the month of August. So I said on January 1st when I wrote my newsletter, I said, it is always about politics and money. I said, keep an eye on world politics this month and also keep your eye on what's happening right here in the United States when it comes to money, okay? Well, you know, by the 4th of this month, they suddenly downgraded our rating from AAA to AA+. Mm. How's that for a bullseye? I mean, everyone who follows my newsletter shot me a note because what I also said I said, because we're on the world number four, 2011, two plus zero plus one plus one is four, This the four represents the truth. Like, if you have to no good, you get caught in the cycle. So I said, with those two things in mind, I said, whatever happens with the money and politics this month will be more surprising and stronger than usual. And sure enough, that's what happened. So that's what I do. I study the numbers. And even the World Series, you know, people track me down. Who's going to win the game? I don't play sports. But... I have predicted three years in a row who's going to win. And how did I do it? I look at the quarterbacks. I break down their numbers. I break down the location of the, where the game's going to be played. I break down the date. And then I see who looks better on paper, like who's got the edge. And if it's obvious, I, I will say it on air, and then it happens to happen. All right. This question is a little convoluted, so try yeah. and bear with me here. Numbers are, well, there are those who say we invented mathematics, but the fact is we discovered no. mathematics. Yeah, discovered, yeah, Because it's, right. it's part of nature. Yes, it uh, is. Nevertheless, numbers are assigned by people. They are, nevertheless, abstractions, you know, birthdays, dates, years. Right. Everybody say, oh, 2012, the world's going to, I mean, right. that's a date that. You know, we, we, but we, we put these dates, we, we impose these dates, these right, numbers. Right, but the end of the Mayan things. calendar, isn't that a date that... Oh, yeah, no, well, well, we're going to get to that in a minute, but yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying, the uh, I'm talking about the objective reality of numbers. Uh, I think that, that there must be, and maybe you agree, maybe disagree, some sort of connection between the numbers we create and, and assign and human consciousness and the way it 
its momentum and it, its its existence and its progression. You see what I'm getting at here? I totally get what you're saying, yeah. but I want to say I do believe. I'll give you an example. Let's say someone's adopted and they don't know their real birthday. But there's a day they keep celebrating, like a particular birth date. Yeah. I have found when I counsel them, the traits of the numbers on that birthday are theirs. Like it's true for them. And that's why they relate to it in their, yes. kind of their own consciousness. Yes. Okay, it's, that it's, makes sense. It's yeah. like that vibration becomes them. So I agree with you on that. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, well, before we get to the 2012 thing, Ben's got one more question here about uh, something that came up before. Yeah, so what is... Um what is this eleven, eleven, eleven thing? Yeah, about? is anything like, going to happen at Veterans uh, Day? You know what? I, I, I have a lot of people, um, well, five couples in particular that are going to get married that day, but I help them pick it because it happened to be compatible to them. But eleven, eleven, eleven is not ideal for everyone. Meaning, there are days that are compatible to you. There are days that can be a challenge, and there are days that have duality. That just means in the actual day, there's conflict. That particular day, I like it. It's 11-11-11. The actual day, 1 plus 1 is 2. 2 promotes love. You take the month and day, reduce it to one digit. 1 plus 1 plus 1 plus 1 is 4. 4 is about seeking knowledge and learning new information. And then when you add the whole thing, 11-11-2011, reduce it to one digit, it's the number 8. 8 is about money and business-minded, okay? When I counsel someone, uh, they ask me, well, should we get married that day? If their chart is compatible to that day, I say yes. But if it isn't, I say no. No, you don't want to get married that day. That day will not go well for you. Hmm. All right. And now on a spiritual question of the same question, 11-11, remember I said that's when the universe is wide open to what you want? Yeah, yeah. Well, that is a day, like I would tell anyone out there, light a white candle and meditate on what you're trying to achieve. Is it Write wide down open? this list of your goals on that day. That would be smart for anybody to do. So it's wide open to what anybody wants? That sounds yeah. it might be a little bit chaotic. Well, it doesn't matter because remember, you know, I'm sure you've noticed this, that what people believe is what they manifest. That's true. So someone who has more hope, Someone who believes it's possible, they're going to have bigger breakthroughs that day than someone who's just cynical and doesn't believe it anyway. Mm, that sounds good. Yeah. All right. Now, here's a big one for us. And I don't know if you heard about all the big stir we created with George Nuri and May on this, but what do you see for the 2012-2016 period? Or is that an appropriate question? Well, say, but you're going to have to say it again. I, I can tell you what I see for 2012, and I'm going to tell you this whole mind calendar thing, Okay. Okay. When you break down the year, just like I told you, this cycle of four, this world number, is all about you can run but you can't hide. If you're up to no good, you get caught. Well, we've seen it all over the place. That goes Osama bin Laden got caught this year. Um, Gaddafi, all these leaders, Muammar Gaddafi is now missing, right? Yeah. Um, Mubarak, he got pulled out. Arnold Schwarzenegger, cheating and having a child. We found it out this year. Congressman Anthony Weiner saying that the photo wasn't him on Twitter. Yeah, it was, and now he's out. That's the kind of cycle we're in right now. Next year, cycle of five means fasten your seatbelt. It's going to be quite the ride. It also means just pay attention. It's going to move really quickly, and it will never be a dull moment. But I personally like it. It's a better cycle than what we're in right now. There's a heaviness to the world, uh, 2011, that oh, energy. Yeah. You can feel it above you. Like sure can. anyone who is intuitive, you guys can feel the pressure of what everyone's feeling. Everybody Next knows year, it. it's, it's lighter. But the actual day when that mind calendar ends, the concern I have, just like people who believe in the dark side of 666, it's the same idea. There will be some trouble on that day for the ones who insist that there will be. Mm -hmm. They want it. 
They so it's want a self-fulfilling it. prophecy. Yes. Yeah. But in the big picture, no big deal. It's a good day. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you don't see any you know, great change. Some people no. say it's good. Some people say, okay. Well, well that's you know refreshing. What I see that, and this, I think you guys have tapped into this or you wouldn't have this show. What is changing for us, we are growing as people. Like we, we have, I think of us as taking baby steps in the millennium that we need to realize we are all in this together. And if someone dies in the Middle East because of one of our soldiers, they may as well die here too. You know, we're all that connected, and that is that's, what that's we're That's for shifting. sure. We, yeah, we certainly are connected. That's the message in my last book. I don't know. Right, so. so that's great. So what's good is I believe this mind calendar shift is helping us get more on that road. That we're in this together. We need to work together. Good. Okay. Well, that's a refreshing point of view. Ben, further questions? Uh, give give me like five minutes. Okay. I'll think All right. Something. Well, I wanted to give you a chance before because this we tend to run out of time here very quickly. Tell us about your books, where people can get them, your website, where you're yeah. appearing, okay, your own your book, own show too. Yes, I do have a show on Fridays at uh, Sky Radio, powered by CBS. Yeah. And uh, the show is where I counsel. It's just ask Glennis. I like to cover what's going on in maybe world politics or sometimes celebrity stuff because I'm really good at those relationships. And then I counsel you. And there's three things I like to do. If you're in a relationship, you want to know what's up, we can look at those numbers. If your home energy feels toxic to you, I can help you alter your home energy. And also career. If you have a career you're thinking of doing, it, you give me some choices, and I can tell you by the numbers which one's best for you. And then Love by the Numbers, that's the book that I'm all about it because I, I believe you don't even have to be in a relationship to enjoy the book. This is also a way of reading your friends, understanding who is in your life, who's good for you, and who do you need to let go of. That's what Love by the Numbers is. And I also give you, if you feel kind of depressed or sad, I give you affirmations to flip those thoughts to a positive. Hmm. And where is it available? If they go to numberslady.com, they can look up their life path number. They can sign up for my free newsletter. But the books are there, and obviously Amazon.com, you really can't beat it. So if you click on that link, it brings you right to Amazon. And certainly Amazon and, Kindle. Yeah, and, and I also invite them to go to the um, order page and look at because I do those calendars. And the feedback on my calendar has been tremendous. I have people who say, I was going to have knee surgery, and the doctor said it would take eight weeks to heal. It took four. Like and because they picked a perfect day to have surgery, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. Well, I wanted to ask you too, if you, if the numbers take you into, and I mean that literally, you know, the, do you get carried into other areas of what we might call the paranormal? You know, yes. UFOs, uh, yes, cryptids, anything like that? Could you tell us about that? Well, you know, it, this. I mean, obviously, I believe in UFOs. I've just I've had too many examples of people telling me stories, especially my mother, who happens to be a brilliant woman has told me stories that are amazing. And also that whole dimension thing, like, you know, time, how there really is no time. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, my parents told me a story. They were in the middle of the ocean headed to Catalina, actually, coming home from Catalina. And they saw what looked like a pirate ship and could see a guy in, like, pirate garb, like the torn jean, not jeans, but the black pants that they would wear in the day with that uh, white you know, fluffy type shirt. Yeah. And he was doing something with the water. And my father said, you know, ahoy, ahoy, mate. And there were four of them on the boat. They all could see it, yet it was just like a ghost. It was just a moment in time that they were witnessing. We get that day in and day out. Yeah, and, and I love that. So to me, when uh, anything happens out there, people will shoot it to me. Then I run numbers to see what happened. Like, remember that one... Um, Sh- 
shuttle that blew up in the sky. It was a space shuttle. Do you remember that one? Uh, uh, Challenger disaster, yeah. Yeah, but when they were trying to come back in, right? Yeah. And then they blew up. When I ran the numbers, everyone on there had a five, which is drama, and eight, which can be the victim. Like, there was a real vibrational thing happening in that moment. Oh, dear. Yeah, so that's what I do. Okay, and I, I did want to get back to something that, I guess, to kind of bring us full circle, the notion of vibration. Now, I, I, yes. there are a lot of people who are on the show, they, they, they're throwing out words like energy and vibration. I, I, I do the same thing, not vibration, but energy. No. They, give a, they never give us concrete answers on what they mean. Yeah, it sounds oh. scientific, but it really isn't, you know. Right, but let me tell you something. If it, Let's go back to each number has a definition, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just look at a chart again. I'm going to go to Paul this time. Paul... You have to learn that if life is going smoothly, you should say it out loud. It's going good, and I deserve it. Because you're, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not used to that. Like, you're better at damage control. You know, if it's messed up, you're like, okay, we've got to fix this. So if things get quiet, you almost feel like you might be out of the loop. You should have been in New England yesterday if you want damage control, but I see what you mean. Right. So you just have to learn to say it's going good, and I deserve it. When I talk vibration, here's what's funny. Because I've done this so long, and it's such a big part of how I interpret, I can sit in a restaurant and if a group of people get up and they walk by me, I can feel all of it. Mm-hmm. And it's all vibration. I can feel without knowing the numbers, they're all hitting me with their vibration. Yeah. So it's a force and it's a feeling. Well, I was going to mention too that the ancient Greeks were very aware of that, including Pythagoras. That's the right. The notion of, of, of uh, music or tones for lack yes. of or vibra- having a, a role in the creation and life of the world. Which well, I think is really a beautiful did. concept. Wait, well, how about this? If you put, and it's no coincidence, of course, but if you put chords, you know how chords and music have numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can put two toxic chords together, and it sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. It's like mm-hmm. making bad music. Then you put together compatible chords, and you've got beautiful music. That's the same thing with people. You spend time with someone who's a challenge or toxic to you, they really will not get it. Next thing you know, you're, you're fighting. It gets ugly. But it's if true. you, this is why people should learn this as a tool. If you know they're a challenge or toxic, it won't affect you. You will not take it personally, and you will not feel defensive. The then human you can vampire still have syndrome. nice music. Yeah. And, yeah, in spite of their bad sound, you can still have like, a nice music. Very good. Well, on that lovely thought, we want to yeah. thank you for being with us, Glennis. It was it was a surprise, I think, for us. Uh, you know, you, and you really are a wonderful yes. guest. Thank and you. we want to do this again sometime yes, soon. Yes, I'd love to. Okay, you know very what we good. should do, guys? Before the end of the year, let's do what's in store for the new year. Like, I can do a recap of what happened, but tell you what's in store, and then we could talk about personal year cycles and talk about which one you're going into. Sounds good. All right. Cool. So okay. we'll talk to you in December? All right, you Okay, too. thanks a lot. Thank you. Good okay. talking with you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Glynis McCants, everyone, numberslady.com. Okay, there's an email I wanted to get to today. Uh, we still have a few more moments, and this is from... Tracy in Uxbridge. Now, I sure hope Tracy has power so she can be listening today, but Uxbridge, Massachusetts, in our local listening We were there yesterday. Oh, that's right. We had to go all the way up there to get gas up in Massachusetts. Anyway, hopefully Tracy's listening, but there's always the podcast later on. Okay, so uh, Tracy writes, Hi, Paul and Ben. I'm curious as to your theories on deja vu experiences and if they are related to the multiverse theory. When I when I do have a deja vu moment, the experience is so incredibly detailed and vivid that it's somewhat unsettling. Usually, it involves a conversation with someone about a particular object in a certain environment with something else going on in the background. My husband has them more frequently than I do. 
Also, I find that my dreams are sometimes so parallel to my waking life, but with uh, just a few differences in details, that I I often forget if I dreamt something or if it actually happened in waking life. Because the the two are so similar, this was a problemat this is problematic at times. Uh, I could also find find myself having memories of doing things, meeting people, visiting places, etc., and dreams which have never occurred in waking life. I can't explain having such strong memories of people or places or events in a dream unless I've actually experienced that reality. I assume in a parallel dimension. I, I'd love to hear more of your theories on dreams. Love your show. Thanks. Okay. Well, thank you, Tracy. Very articulate and very well-put question. Certainly, I think deja vu and dreams are very closely related. Now, when I was a lot younger, and even before I was interested in the paranormal, I'd have deja vu experiences and say, gee, you know, this is really unusual, and I felt like I've been here. Deja vu is, is the feeling that you've been there before, that when you're having a conversation, all of a sudden it hits you that you've been there, you've been with this person, you've been saying the same things, even the scene is the same. And it's probably the closest most people ever get to a multiverse experience that they're aware of. I think we have multiverse experiences all the time. But the thing is that I think this is, this is a very obvious uh, example of ex- experiencing a parallel life and of being connected with it and of remembering uh, either something that has not happened yet or, or will happen because time doesn't mean anything. It's all happening right now. And I think that's exactly what it is. Dreams are related to that. And very often, uh, certainly Ben and I uh, sometimes have shared dreams, uh, very obviously in parallel realities, uh, yeah. parallel lives, parallel worlds. And I think it's uh, really quite simple, and it's a normal, natural part of our of our existence. Now, the, the thing is that in our society, we don't recognize officially these parallel lives or these experiences, and we get kind of nervous when we talk about that and it's very easy to have your feet leave the ground and you really can't do that because then you get in trouble with uh, what we used to call the establishment okay uh, they'll get in trouble with the man yeah you can get um, you get diagnosed schizophrenic and all sorts of things can happen and you'll fill your pockets full of pills and that's not a, not a good thing so it's the best to um, have these experiences yeah uh, it's a spiritual growth, a sign of spiritual growth, to be in touch with all these places where you exist already. But it's also a matter for caution and being very careful of who you tell these things to and how you speak about it, because you have to function in day-to-day life. And unfortunately, until society perhaps reaches this crest of uh, the next step in evolution or consciousness or whatever is supposedly going to happen in the next few years, or if ever, then you better kind of just uh, keep your feet on the ground and kind of be careful, but also enjoy the experience. We're going to have a guest in a couple of weeks, Todd Banks, who is not a famous guy. He's not well-known, uh, ordinary workaday fellow uh, from Connecticut, who was a student of mine at International Metaphysical University. And, and a former uh, personal trainer. Yes, and uh, is, is a man who was, has experienced the, the multiverse simply by multiverse awareness, an ordinary guy who's becoming aware of where he is and what he is in many different ways and has grown because of it. And it's a very simple, beautiful, spiritual experience, and you come to know God a little bit better because of it. So well, we'll be talking more, more about that. But thank you again, Tracy, for the good questions. Yes, I think deja vu is definitely a multiverse experience, and as are many dreams. Okay, so... I wanted to announce, too, uh, Ben and I will be up this Saturday. Uh, the Exeter UFO Festival in Exeter, New Hampshire, not aware that the hurricane has done any uh, damage to the schedule there. Uh, some of our most popular guests will be speaking, including Stanton Friedman, Kathleen Marden. Ben and I will be there, too. And you can meet us at the Behind the Paranormal radio booth, 
Proceeds will go to help local children's charities. It's great fun. The whole town gets involved, and a lot of great speakers and a lot of good things to do. Also, if you are in the Rhode Island vicinity, Ben and I will be teaching a course this fall of the Providence Learning Connection. And that is in Providence, of course, uh, using the paranormal to change your life and others. Most unusual course you will ever take. Check the link at BehindTheParanormal.com. And many thanks to our producer, Steve Bianchi. And we will not be here next uh, Monday, Labor Day, because we will be in New Hampshire. But we'll be following you. Um, the, uh, we will be back with you the following Monday, September 12th. We will 12th. be following you. Yes, we'll be following you. And we're going to welcome back uh, author Kevin Cook for a discussion about ghosts and what they can do for or to your religious beliefs. Okay. Um, that will be live at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific on CBS New Sky Radio uh, in Boston, Pittsburgh, Detroit, and Seattle, and online at www.newskyradio.com. Yeah, we'll be talking about the September 11th events on September 11th, so it'll be very sobering why innocent people sometimes endure terrible events. Okay, we have to close down here with a quote from Einstein. It would be possible to describe everything scientifically, but it would make no sense. All right, there's what he said. All right, so until next time, never give up and keep sailing with us on our great cosmic journey. We'll see you. Bye. Return to this radio frequency 167 hours from now for another edition of Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno.